If you're not reaching your financial potential, you're going it alone as a solopreneur, or you're lacking fulfillment and meaning in your life, then this podcast is for you. In each and every episode, Rock helps you create breakthroughs and results so you can live life on your terms. So get ready to unleash more money, time, and magic in your life. Here's your host, Rock Thomas. You've probably heard that you are the average of the five people you hang out with most. Today, I want to encourage you to stop and reflect for a moment on who you're spending most of your time with. Are they supportive? Are they encouraging? Are they motivated? And are they action takers? Or are they unhappy, unmotivated, and stuck? Or somewhere in between? Whoever you surround yourself with, they have a ripple effect on your results. The good news is that surrounding yourself with high achieving, motivated, happy people accelerates your success. And that's the whole point of this show. When you're ready to take the path toward financial freedom and fulfillment in your life and find out about the various masterminds that are available to you, if you're a high achiever, then we have room for you in our community. Go to rockthomas.com forward slash VIP call. Welcome to another session of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. My name is Rock Thomas and I am a whole life millionaire mentor. And today I've got a very, very special guest, Daniel Magenta. And after receiving a late diagnosis of Asperger's and experiencing what can only be described as a life shattering trauma at the age of 20, Daniel spent the next seven years struggling to keep these relevations and events from spilling over into all parts of his life. As a result, his struggles um, made built him this four-step system called Beyond Intention Paradigm. We're going to learn a bit about that today. And initially built as a lifelong grappling with suicide thoughts, which I guess with COVID and everything, there's a lot of people that are probably going through that. <clears throat> and Beyond Intention was born, transforming Daniel's life from misery to celebration. Through his own struggles, Daniel found a path to lasting joy and purpose, and he wants nothing more than to share the tools that saved his life with other people. To that end, he lives by the mission statement to spearhead an evolutionary uplift in universal consciousness by awakening people to the importance of their unique role. That is already encoded in them by the way of a deep and often ignored or undervalued passion defined as their dream. Through his motivational speak, Daniel, speeches, Daniel shares his vision of empowerment and joy, the books he's authored, his Do It With Dan, Do It With Dan, that sounds cool, podcast <laughs> series, which is available on all major platforms, regular blogs, published articles, and worldwide workshops have all helped thousands of people across the globe. His prolific work recently has earned him a spot in the Wall Street Journal as the master of success and a scene on Wall Street Journal, Market Watch, ABC, NBC, CBS, and Fox. Ladies and gentlemen, please help me welcome Daniel to the show. That's not me, Rook. <laughs> there he is, coming live from Cabo. Yes, sir. So, take us a little bit through the journey of, um, you know, you had suicidal thoughts, you've, you've worked through that, you, um, you had some labels put on you. Tell us a little bit what that was like growing up that way. You know, the interesting thing is that I didn't grow up that way. That all kind of got thrust on me whilst I was already a grown-up. I didn't oh. get my Asperger's um, diagnosis until I was 27, so I spent my entire life 
not knowing that I was on the autistic spectrum, facing challenges that arose from that and not knowing where they came from. And one of the things that I now look back on as a result of that is how many people are running around with underlying things, let's say, going on that are impacting their ability to show up and, and rock their life and they're just one one solution away, one, one piece of information away, one question away, one step away from being on the other side of that. Because I'll tell you, people are like, oh my God, what was it like to be diagnosed with Asperger's? Well, it's the best thing that ever happened to me because finally I understood why I had this crippling anxiety, this crippling social anxiety. I had really bad insomnia. I'm not talking about, you know, a few nights of no sleep. I'm talking about a week sometimes of not sleeping. Not painfully not sleeping, just unable to sleep right. and not knowing that underneath that was anxiety and underneath that was Asperger's. So the diagnosis actually, you know, saved my life. Really. It really, really did. Uh, it was a gift. So with the knowledge of knowing maybe what the chemistry makeup is in our body or, you know, any other people that maybe have gone through some trauma or something like that, <clears throat> what has that enabled you to do? How do you manage your Asperger's now? Do you know, I'm really blessed, to be honest, that um, I did another test around my Asperger's about three years ago. Um, after I started doing a lot more spiritual work and a lot more heart-centered work and a lot of heart coherence work, I did another test and it shows you on a chart where you spike around certain areas like social relationships, so on and so forth, problem solving. And um, I'm really high on the autistic side, but then I've got these little spikes that go into the, the neurotypical side, the non-autistic side. And so I've actually, that explains why I was able to sort of navigate mainstream world and, and not really get, <laughs> not really get discovered as a, an undercover Asperger's operative. But my gifts that I get because of the autistic makeup of my brain have actually been amazing. So I can break down complex things, anything systemized, I can learn it. If you give me a systemized thing and show me something that sequentially makes sense step by step, I'll be able to learn it. The flip side is if something doesn't make any sense, I can have a meltdown, <laughs> no matter how simple. But I, so all I did was I went and learned about social dynamics. Once I understood what the gift was and what the challenge was, right. I just needed to understand the systems of social interaction. Now, is there an art to it? Yes, but that's where the heart-centered work comes in, connecting with people and having genuine relationships with people. All it means is that I can't have inauthentic relationships, but when the relationships are authentic, I'm, I'm good to go now, whereas before, I couldn't really do that at all. It sounds like a condition that we should all have. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't wish it on everybody because the makeup, the makeup, the makeup of what your, your balance of gifts and, and challenges will be will differ from person to person. I've been really blessed that, you know, the, the ones that I ended up with, I do actually, I was the, the person also, the doctor who discovered and, and let me know about my Asperger's, Dr. Helen McEwen, who I will love for the rest of my life, also did a lot of work with CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. So she was able to really hold my hand and walk me through coming to terms with what it is, understanding what my gifts were and give me some strategies on how to integrate those gifts with living a, um, a fuller life. So... And so now how do you take all of that that you've learned and help other people? Well, without Beyond Intention. So Beyond Intention started to become a part of my life a few years before the Asperger's diagnosis. So I was on the journey of creating Beyond Intention at that time. 
I don't know if I would have been able to be able to communicate beyond intention to the world the way that I do without the diagnosis and understanding myself. And I think the principal thing that comes up from that is if we don't know ourself, how can we be in a position to help others? And it's not just knowing ourselves, it's if my cup is not full, how can I give to others? I'm sure a lot of people listening are in some kind of business or some kind of entrepreneurship, but unless they're taking care of themselves and looking after themselves and feeding themselves and nourishing themselves, doing the things that fill them up, they're not going to be resourced to help others. So I think just the experience of coming to going through this journey where I quite literally, there was this whole section of my life that I didn't know, watching that get filled in and then seeing how I was able to then be able to connect with people, let alone be able to serve them following that. So you have a podcast, right? Yes. And what kind of guests do you have on your podcast? Have inspirational people on the podcast. We've also recently started a business series that um, shows on a Monday. Um, I've had a couple of my mentors on there. and But generally speaking, it's three things I want to do. Number one, remove the stories that people can't live an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life. Number two, give people examples that, fo- that they can follow and then give them some strategies that they can follow too. So generally speaking, my guests are either going to inspire, they're going to give some information or they're going to give some tools. They're going to give something practical that someone can use to actually make a difference in their life. And how about you? Do you have any particular tools or strategies that you like to use for yourself and did you recommend to other people? Yeah, I more than the strategy that I like to recommend because actually what I invite people to do is take a look at the fact that strategy is going to be more effective when it aligns with you personally, you know? So for example, I meditate daily, right? That's mm-hmm. been a practice of mine for, for many years. Meditation isn't for everybody. I said, oh my God, what do you mean meditation is not for everybody? It's not for everybody, right? right? Um, but there are other things that people can do to get to the same result of entering into brainwaves that are associated with the meditative state, a clear mind that comes from a meditative state, peace of mind and peace of heart that comes from a meditative state. For some people, that's going for a walk. Yeah. My wife loves to hike in the, 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 the hills behind us. I hate hiking. <laughs> but she's in her zone when she's when she's like right right? um a good friend of mine loves to dance obsessed with dancing no i like a dance but for her she's like you know she's in the zone and she just drops in and and gets into her her groove so what i actually invite people to do is to understand themselves and from a position of understanding themselves look for something that number one is going to empower them to have more dominion over their emotional state number two clear their mind so that they can have a bit more deliberate Uh, be a bit more deliberate in what thoughts are running through their mind. Number three, take care of the physical body because that's the shell that's moving through time and space and affecting the choices and stuff that's going to create their life anyway. So I've got a box of emotional, energetic tools. And depending on how I fit on the day, I'll dip into that. I've got a box of tools for my mind, whether it's visualization, different types of of, of self-hypnosis and so on and so forth, self-talk, mental disruption patterns. And then I've got physical things I do. I do my yoga. Um, I like to work out. Um, even things like when I'm playing instruments, I'm really getting into a zone and, and it helps me to embody what I want to do. But all of these things work for me. People should find out what works for them, but tackle those three areas, certainly. 
I love that. I love that. So as somebody that is helping other people, um, what, what exactly is your, your ideal client? Like who comes to see you to move the needle from where they are to where they want to go? Generally speaking, Rock, it's really interesting. I've ended up helping people that thought they knew what they were doing. <laughs> okay. Particularly in the realm of like consciousness and mindfulness and like spiritual practice. They thought, oh, you know, I've been meditating every day for all this time. And, you know, I've had this guru and blah, blah, blah. And I, the needle moving that I do for them is just opening their eyes to see that maybe there's a bit more of a different approach to integration. And that for me is the work that I do with alignment. And we use beyond intention as the model to make the choices, to make that shift. But ultimately what we're doing is we're looking at them as a whole being often people that are in some kind of mindfulness, consciousness, or spiritual practice lose sight of the fact that we're not just an etheric energetic body running through the skies or, you know, I was in the field in my meditation that I saw the divine and yeah, that's great. But your bills, <laughs> what's happening with the bills? You know, so what's let's talk about that for a second. Let's <laughs> talk about that. And that's, this podcast is called Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. And there is a school of, of thought that there are some people that are focused on other things. I'm going to be a good parent. I'm going to take care of my body. I'm going to you know, be this um, spiritual enlightened being. And mm-hmm. then... And then the money part is like, well, I'm not that into that. You know, that's that's mm-hmm. kind of like for other people. And yeah, I, yeah. I think, you know, we all have responsibility to take care of the health of our body. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, I'm busy working. I'm not, I didn't have time to take care of my body. It mm-hmm. doesn't work that way in my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. I agree. But by the same token, we need to take responsibility for our financial well-being. Mm-hmm. So... How has that showed up for people you work with? Because you kind of you kind of intimated toward that, that there are some people that are like, oh, you know what? That's just not my jam. Yeah. You know, one of the funniest stories that I've got from people that work with me, I had a woman that did my Ideal Life Blueprint. This was like two, three years ago when it was more of the principal thing that I used to teach. And um, it's a 12, it was a 12-week program that I used to do. And generally speaking, what happens, we get to week nine or 10, and that's when the click happens something clicks in about nine or 10. I don't know why it's around that time, but that's generally when it clicks in. And, um, and she got it. She actually said, she was walking along and she said, I literally heard the underlying gremlin voice that had been underpinning all of the challenges in her life. And it was this little voice that was saying, you've got to be a good little girl. You've got to be a good little girl. You've got to be a look good. And we unpacked it and we saw she'd been making unconscious choices against the backdrop of this narrative that she has to be a good little girl all of a sudden things started to switch. When she started making choices now from an awareness of that place, things started to switch. And then a week and a half later, she says, Dan, I'm not gonna finish the program. I said, what? She goes, well, I feel like everything's done now. Um, And she started quoting stories of yoga Nanda and some other yogis. And she said, well, these people didn't have to actually do anything else in their life. Um, God provided everything for them. So God's gonna provide everything for me. Now. I think when people have this, and the reason why I'm quoting this one, Rocket, because I think a lot of people who make this choice not to take care of certain parts of their life, say whether it's the universe, God, source, my angels, my guides are going to take care of that for me. Yes. Right? Yes. But one thing that I think we lose sight of is people like the yogis generally have spent years in the mountains 
developing a relationship to something outside of themselves that facilitates that they, they don't wake up generally you get the odd story from history of oh this child was born enlightened and you right. know, angels and everyone sung for them <laughs> they went through things in life they went through certain schools they went through certain training in order to develop that relationship right mm-hmm. so my question for people anyone who's listening who's going down this this chain of thought i'll ask you this do you want to have an abundant, joyful, purpose-driven life that rocks today or in a few months' time of doing some work? Or do you want to go off to the mountains for 10, 20 years, sit with the Ascended Masters, and then when you're 40, 50, 60 years old, come down from the mountain and manifest everything out of your hands? Which one do you want? You can have both. That's my thing, Rock. They can have both. But any path that we walk is going to have steps that lead to the end result. And I invite people to not put off, right, having to wait for something, defer something that's available to them now. It's available if we just start taking care of making choices that affect us being an emotional state that correlates to what we want. That's thinking thought qualities and holding mental imagery and mental narrative that align with what we want and start taking some bloody action today that actually starts to embody what they want rather than waiting for the angels to deliver the pizza of blessings to the mountaintop in 10 years time. Is there anything wrong with that? If that's your path, do it. But generally, I think you and I both know the people that claim that they want that life don't go to the mountain. They sit around in front of the TV eating Cheetos saying, but I did my meditation this morning. Where's my abundance? I've had my vision board for five years. Where's the love of my life? I didn't work out, but I did do my visualization. How comes I haven't got a six pack yet? Well, three-dimensional reality doesn't work like that. Cause and effect. And if we're not effect, if we're not taking choices and taking actions that create the cause, we're not going to have the effect. That's the way that three-dimensional reality works. And when people start letting go of that narrative, letting go of that story, letting go of that illusion, then they'll start rocking their life a lot more, um, a lot more regularly. I love the way you described that. That was awesome. That was really fantastic. People need to hear that because there is this kind of money monk mentality without the monk part, (laughs) which you just really described well. And the other thing that always occurred to me is like, there's really not a lot of um, adversity when you're up in the mountains, except dealing with yourself, which is not something I would want to do. But if you're going to go up there, and you become the self-proclaimed, you know, guru or mm-hmm. monk or what have you. And then you come back in the real world where you've got, you know, traffic and parking spots and crying kids and diapers and, and technology, oh, right? <laughs> Try to be peaceful there. Tell me how peaceful you are in the storm. Yeah. And then you, you, you get my attention, you mm-hmm. know? And I know there's people that can do it, but... You know, I have a guru from India. He's, um, you know, he's he's no relationship, uh, self-proclaimed. What do you call it? Celibacy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. He um, he he doesn't do anything except sit and hold these meditation classes, mm-hmm. which is awesome. But I can't like we can't have a world full of those people because somebody's got to build the houses. <laughs> but that's the thing, Rock. Everybody's got their role to play. Right. For some people, it may be holding, in my Kundalini yoga practice, we talk about holding the mudra. 
Yeah. There are individuals around the world that are holding the energetic constructs together and holding the mudra. That's their role. Right. If that's what you want to do, go and do it. But then you can't complain about the fact that you're not driving a Ferrari and you don't have a six pack. Thank or you. That you're not getting sex with the hot girl that you that you saw on TV. Right own your choices yeah and and or judge the person who's working their butt off to make the money that Mm -hmm. they might be giving you while you're Mm -hmm. holding the energetic life force right because you didn't build that house and you're Mm -hmm. not going to pay for that car Mm -hmm. uh they're going to drive you around in their car (laughs) you know because you're holding the space so yeah, a really great conversation. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So how can people get hold of you if they want more of Daniel? Everything is at dreamwithdan.com. Social media links, copies of my books, um, access to the podcast. Everything's at dreamwithdan.com. It's the easiest way to get hold of me. Are you doing a kind of a four-hour workweek lifestyle? You're in Cabo. Is that home for you? Or you Yeah, that's home for me. That's home for me now. Um, I've been based down here primarily for about two and a half years. Uh, before that, I was a hobo for about a year, year and a half. Uh, we recently, my wife and I recently had a had a kid, got married as well. So, uh, some roots, some roots. But um, you know, my son's only a month old now at the time oh, wow. of recording this. So, uh, and of course, we're in a, a mid COVID flow world. So there's not exactly a lot of traveling. <laughs> right, but, right, right. But generally, I'd I'd be uh, be away for for summer, like um, July and August. We planned to be away this year. If things ease up, maybe we'll be in Europe this year for for uh, yeah. July and August. But yeah, mm. why Cabo? You know, I I was house sitting for some friends in another part of Mexico, San Luis Potosi, in, in central Mexico, and my friend Andrea had been telling me to come down here to basically come and present some of my work. She wanted to do me to do some presentations and some workshops, and she's bugging me for months. Come to Cabo. Come to Cabo. Come to Cabo. And I was in Florida. Uh, I'd just done a workshop in Florida. And she's like, Dan, please, just get on a flight and come down. Don't worry about anything. Paul and I will put you up in, in the condo. Just come, please. You, you're going to love it here. I came for three days. Three days turned to 10 days. <laughs> and then I just checked into a hotel. And I, I, lived into, uh, I lived in a hotel for a year. <laughs> oh, wow. And then got, got my place. So, uh, yeah, that's just what ended up happening. I just loved it here. I was renewed. Uh, things really just clicked into place when I was here. I was happy every day. The weather's yeah. great. The people are beautiful. And it was easy to get wherever I wanted to go from here. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Where was home before? Uh, before I was born and raised in East London. So okay. I'm from East London in the UK. But I left the UK uh, summer of 2017. I went off. I was in Dubai. I was in Norway. I was a little bit in the States, sort of bouncing around, teaching beyond intention. Okay. Um, and then I'd, I'd set up shop when I was house sitting and then came here to be settled. Beautiful, beautiful. Well, I've loved having you as a guest on the show. Um, are you in Clubhouse yet? I am actually in Clubhouse. Are you in Clubhouse? Yeah. Oh, follow yeah. me. I'm, in, I'm Dreamer CEO. Let's, uh, let's see if we can't get some, uh, get some rooms going. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hit me up. Uh, I'll follow you. Follow yeah. me. And when you're in a room, I'll come and cheer you on and vice versa. Definitely. We'll do, we'll do it. All right. Well, this has been a very uh, spiritual, ethereal version of rock your money rock your life but i really do appreciate you daniel and thank you for the work that you do and for for the spirit that you represent thank you sir i really appreciate the time if you like this um, podcast make sure you subscribe we're going to have all of daniel's contact information in the show notes so that you can rock your money and rock your life we'll see you on the next episode 
So that's it for today's episode of Rock Your Money, Rock Your Life. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. Then head on over to rockyourmoneyrockyourlife.com and pick up a copy of Rock's free gift so you too can reach your financial potential, enjoy extraordinary success, and live the life you've imagined. Join us on the next episode.